fed up of floor robes, driven to distraction and drowning with doom boxes, tired of living in chaos? Welcome to Decluttering Untangled, how to declutter when you're overwhelmed, ADHD or autistic. I'm going to help you uncover the secrets to decluttering, no matter what hurdles you face. You'll discover how to declutter, de-stress and transform your world. I'm Heather Tingle, reformed hoarder, neurodivergent declutter queen and your guide through the maze of mess. Let's get untangled. Hello Untanglers, welcome to this episode of Decluttering Untangled, where I'm going to be telling you about a strategy I use all the time with my one-to-one clients. It's a really simple strategy, uh, but like most things, just because it's simple doesn't mean to say that it's actually easy to implement. However, if you start to implement it into your everyday life, it really genuinely can change your life and your home. Um, And I'd like to introduce you to it today, just so that it's there in the background of your brain, percolating along, just, you know, there for you to think about. Um, And the main thing I want to put across to you today is having the motto of do it now and having that do it now mentality throughout your day. Uh, I've got to tell you, this isn't directly linked to decluttering, but it works really well at getting your brain used to making decisions and also understanding time better. The more you get your brain used to those two things, so understanding time and making decisions, the easier decluttering is. So this does work really well to keep on top of your home and for making a start on the declutter process. Now, if you're living in clutter, you're probably used to dealing with delayed decisions and procrastinating. Now, I'm an expert procrastinator um, and as someone with ADHD, if you give me a task to do and I want to do it, I'll spend hours I probably don't even have doing it. But if you give me a task I don't want to do or that's not exciting, I will put it off for as long as possible. Now, by using the do it now motto in my brain, I've noticed I do things far more easily than I ever did before when I lived in clutter. And it's definitely due to saying this do it now to myself when I notice myself starting to procrastinate on something or if I think I'm going to put something off until later. Um, So clutter is, in my opinion, mainly delayed decisions and procrastinating. So anything you can do to start to rectify how your brain thinks at those two things, which is like making really decision making um, and looking at counteracting procrastination, then in my eyes, you're already halfway there to a better declutter journey. Because let's face it, decluttering isn't about the stuff at all. It's about how your brain works and what your brain does to try and keep you safe. And one of the things that our brains are very good at doing is trying to hold on to the status quo, trying to keep things exactly as they are, trying to put off decisions that are difficult because it's trying to keep us safe. Unfortunately for us, being surrounded by clutter, which is basically delayed decisions, doesn't keep us safe. It doesn't help our mental or physical health. So it actually makes life more difficult. So by starting to unpick that keep it safe 
strategy that your brain is putting forward for you is like your default option of do it later. By starting to unpick that, you're starting to change your brain to learn to do things differently. And that's one of the best things that you can do when you're starting your declutter journey, which is why I'm devoting an episode to that today, because it's so important. I, I can't even begin to tell you how that one motto of do it now has changed things for you. And as we go throughout this episode, I'm going to give you some concrete, tangible things that you can use as well. Um, And hopefully that will help you notice it a little bit more in your everyday life. So, you know, you'll probably notice the habit of putting things off until later. So your brain will say, no, it's too difficult for me to think about that right now. Like I've not got the right headspace or I'm not in the right frame of mind or I've not got enough information to make a decision or I'm not sure really where to start with making that decision yet. So I'm going to put it off for a bit. Um, And here's a bit of a newsflash for you. Generally, people who don't live in clutter don't have those thoughts. They have the thought and then they go and do it, which is absolutely, to me, the whole different ball game. I still have to notice I'm saying the thought of, oh, I'll do it later. And then my brain now kicks into, nope, just do it now. You'll feel better if you just do it now. It won't take long. Just get it done. And that's me seven, eight years down the line after I've decluttered. My brain still will default to the easy option of, do it later. You can't do it right now. So, um, but one of the things that my brain has now learned is that it stops me from having to remember. Now, I'm ADHD, I'm autistic, I'm perimenopausal. I live in a permanent state of brain fog. Like, I'm busy. My brain is full just by default. Like, I've always got two things going on in my brain all the time and concentrating on one doesn't happen. I have to concentrate on five things at once. Um, But having to add in things to remember. So I used to leave things out on the side to remind me to do it. Unfortunately, what happens with that is the side becomes cluttered with so many things, I no longer notice the thing that was meant to notice to do the thing. And I'm sure you will understand that if you are living in clutter as well. And that's why you're listening to this podcast. So you know, I was thinking, oh, okay, so I'll, you know, I'll, I'll leave something out and I'll have a pile of this and, or I'd keep, I'd come up with really elaborate kind of like hacks to try and keep on top of things. So having things out obviously created a visual clutter, which then caused me more stress and embarrassment and shame. And I always felt that I was playing catch up and I was behind on things. And that's mainly because the strategies and systems and solutions I'd created to try and remember to do things fell down. And of course, they're going to fall down because there's only so many things that you can remember in your brain. There's only so many strategies that you can put into place before one will fall down. And that's that's totally normal. Um, the difference between us that have those strategies and other people that don't is those other people don't need those strategies because they just do the thing and we're just putting it off more and more. So one of the things, you know, you'll no doubt recognise in yourself is that the mental load that we all carry is absolutely immense. You know, if you're a parent, just running a house, just being an adult, you know, in most situations is hard bloody work. You know, it's really hard to do. So anything that we can do to remove a bit of pressure on that mental load 
will make life happen a little bit easier and you've got more energy and brain space to do other things. And let's face it, that's what we all want from life, isn't it? So this do it now mentality will really, really help with that. So for example, you'll notice that your brain will try and be efficient. So you'll notice that, you know, a cup needs washing. And instead of just washing one cup, you'll think, oh, I'll do that later. And your brain will go, yeah, that makes sense. I'll do it later when there's more to wash because that's efficient. Unfortunately, what happens with that is before you know it, you've used all the cups, you've got no clean crockery left, and you're having to use, you know, takeaway plastic cups for something to clean. Or you've now got a kitchen side that's full of cups that need washing. And now it's a big thing. It's a big task, which, yes, might be more efficient in energy and water usage and hot water and gas and all those kind of things. But actually, now it's become a big problem. You put it off because it's such a big problem. So that isn't helping you. It's making it actually more difficult to live. It might be that you uh, chuck something at your litter bin and it doesn't quite go in the bin. You think, oh, well, when I'm next over there, I'll put it in the bin. But you never do because it just lives at the side of it. You think, oh, when I go to empty the bin, that's when I'll do it. And it may be that's when you actually do do it. But that might be in a week's time. It might be in a couple of days time. And you might think these little things don't add up. But actually, the weight of them, your your brain does notice. It might be that your everyday brain doesn't really take any notice of any more because you're used to living in clutter. But actually, you don't realize how much of a weight these things put on your your shoulders until they're not there anymore. So by having that thing actually then going in the bin and the floor being a little bit clearer or that cup being washed and then there isn't a load of cups on the side, that makes it nicer to go into the kitchen to make yourself a drink. All these things like massively add up um, and then we don't have to remember things. We don't have to remember to do them later because we've already done them. Um, so what I would really like you to do is every time you hear yourself saying the word, I'll do it later, stop and just think, actually, could I do it now? What do I need to do it now? How long will it take? If it will take less than five minutes, then I want you to do it. Because even the busiest of us will probably be able to find five minutes to do that thing. And actually those little minutes that you're doing the thing will add up so that you get more time back later because you've already done the thing and it's not become a problem and it's not going to become a massive issue, which is then going to take a day to resolve. So If you can do something in less than five minutes, I want you to start getting to the habit of hearing you say, I'll do it later, and your brain going, no, I'm actually going to do it now. It's going to take less than five minutes. I'm just going to get it done. Or just make a start on getting it done. Because usually once we've made a start on something, we carry on doing it because the barrier to actually doing it has kind of been overcome because we're halfway there already. The power of immediate action really has a massive potential to change your daily life. I know that I was talking about things like, you know, putting a tea bag in a bin or, you know, a sock back in a laundry basket or washing a cup. It doesn't sound like it adds up to very much until the cumulative impact 
actually you realize it's actually a big thing that you're doing. It's a big change. And also one of the things that you're doing is you're living, you're starting to live in the now more often. So for most of us, we've probably been used to not living in the now. We've been living in the past and going back to maybe trauma, maybe things that have happened in our past, maybe holding on to memories. Or we're living in the future. One day I'm going to do this. One day I'm going to do that. And by starting to change your brain into the do it now, you're starting to work out that today, now is more important. And that has a massive knock-on effect on the enjoyment of life, if I'm honest. This all sounds a little bit deep. So let me just tell you a few um, examples of things that you can start to do that will make and add up to a big difference. So one of the first ones is getting a message or an email. So you receive a message from a friend and you think, oh, I'll respond to that later. But then how many times of days later you've realized that you haven't replied back? And actually now it's a little bit awkward and then it goes weeks and now you can't reply back because it's really awkward. So even if you are really busy, it's highly likely that you can reply back, even if it's just a, I'm not sure right now, let me get back to you. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Even on an email. Because one of the other things that we do really often is we try and do things perfectly. So we try and be efficient, which is number one. And then number two is we try and do things absolutely perfectly. So we won't reply back until we know we can do it, till we know we've got all the information, till we can sort it all out. Um, We won't reply back until we've got it all straight in our heads, until everything's all sorted and then then we reply back and then we do it. And often that's far too late for our brains to remember to reply back. Or it's far too late and, you know, I, I'm i a terrible person for having a thought in my brain and then two seconds later it's totally disappeared, gone forever. Um, so, you know, get used to that habit of immediate action. Um, so an unanswered message is a great one to start replying back to straight away. And it might be that you have to follow up with a message me back if you don't hear from me in the next, you know, by nine o'clock tonight. Or if you don't hear from me in the next two days, do me a favor, just reply back to jog my memory. And it's totally okay to do these type of things. You know, friends and colleagues will understand to do that. And then the onus is back on them to follow you up rather than you having to remember. Because let's face it, our brains are full. We haven't got any more capacity most of the time. So that's all right to do. Unopened mail is a good one. And this is one I love doing with clients because they've always got that fear of not knowing what's inside the paperwork. And you think, well, first of all, just start by just opening the envelope and just having a quick glance of what it is. And a lot of time, that's enough to go, oh, it's not what I thought it was. Oh, that's okay. That can just be filed away. Or, oh, I don't need to do anything about that. Or usually it's a load of bank leaflets all about you know, the the charges they've got to tell you about, but actually it's totally useless to you and you don't really need it. And then you think, oh, that can go straight in my recycling. One less thing for you to worry about, one less thing to put on the pile for later when it then would have been a big thing to go through. And also you notice things that have got to take action straight away. So, you know, if you've got a parking fine or, you know, something that's come through the post, you've got to pay and it's cheaper within a certain amount of days, 
you get it done sooner. So you haven't got the awful ADHD tax of putting it off, putting it off, putting it off until then it's too expensive. And, you know, it's an absolute fortune to rectify. So start by doing things like literally opening the post as soon as you get to it. So open it up and action it straight away. Fill the form out straight away as soon as you've got it. And it may be that you've got to go and find some information. Go and find the information. That's totally okay to go and do that. It's only going to take you a couple of minutes. If it's going to take you longer, then I'll I'll tell you another strategy to deal with that. But start by, you know, opening it up, seeing what it is. Does it need to be dealt with? Does it need action taking? If it does, do the action. If it doesn't, put it away, file it away. Don't put it on an inbox or on a filing pile to deal with later because then you're making it more difficult. You're not being more efficient by taking a minute to file it away now. You're not saving yourself five minutes later. All you're doing is putting it off until later, and then it's a big thing. So that's another one that you can start to do with. And it also prevents that pile from growing and saving yourself that proper looming clutter stress of, oh, I've got to do that at some point, Um, because that's an awful way to live. So let's get rid of that and start away by thinking, no, I'm going to deal with this right now. The other thing though, like forgotten tasks. How many times do you notice a dirty dish on the counter or a piece of clothing on the floor? And it's tempting to think, oh, I'll do that later. I'll get to that later. But then later does turn into days and then your environment just becomes more and more cluttered. So instead, grab the dish and clean it and pick up that piece of clothing. These tasks will always take less than five minutes. So by doing it now, you're preventing it from becoming part of the ongoing clutter problem. And then there are some things that are going to take more than five minutes. So the great thing about the do it now mentality is the more you practice it, the better you get at decision making. And as you start your declutter journey, you have to make more and more decisions. You have to make lots of decisions. And when you first start doing it, you get decision fatigue really, really quickly. So I notice it with my clients. When I first start working with them, we get to maybe an hour, an hour and a half, and that they've hit the limit. Like the the brain's totally gone. They've made as many decisions as they can possibly make in one and a half hours, and they can't do any more. And by the time we get to the end of a decluttering session journey with them, you find that they can go like three hours and they're still going because their brains have got used to making decisions. So you're starting to put that into practice by the action of doing it now. Your brain is learning to make decisions, but also it's learning of about time. So if like me, you are ADHD, you'll notice that time is very relative as to what you're doing. Something can take you five minutes if you are really into it, or it can five minutes can feel like five hours and you've got absolutely no idea. Or alternatively, five hours can feel like five minutes and you've forgotten to eat or drink uh, because you've been really into something. So by learning about the do it now motto, your brain will start to learn how long these tasks take to actually do. And one of the main reasons why we put things off is because we think it'll take too long to do. So when you start learning that that one I that one action took only a few minutes and you managed to do it before, I don't know, a timer went up or before you had to leave the house to go and meet somebody. You start to learn how long those things take to do and you can do them easier without going through that whole process of, have I got time to do it now? What's the payoff? Can I do it now? What have I got to do to do it now? Your brain starts to go, 
ah, washing that cup. I know that took me a second. I know I can do that now. And it's removing a barrier from doing it straight away. There are some things, however, that you will soon learn do take more than five minutes. And those are things that you are going to have to put off until later. So that is when all those um, those organisation skills that you've probably already had to build into your everyday life will now take effect. So things like um, craft items, for example, this happens so often. One day I'm going to knit a quilt and you get all the beautiful things that you're going to do to make a quilt, but you never ever actually make the quilt. <laughs> and, you know, there is a joke out there, isn't there, that, you know, getting craft items and making the craft project are two totally separate entities. And that's so true. But when you start to live in the now and you start to the do it now mentality, when things are going to take more time to do, that's when you need to start to diary them in and actually put time aside in your diary to make it happen. So for example, you know, you um, see a gorgeous piece of fabric and you think, oh, one day I'm going to make that into a whatever, I don't know, a shirt, for example. Before decluttering, that would have been, a, oh, one day I'm going to do something with that. And then it'll get shoved in a craft room and it'll never see the light of day for hours and hours and hours. Days and days and days, months and months and months, years and years and years. Until you get to the point where you've got to sort out a craft room because you can't actually get in it. By learning about the do it now mentality, you find something, you think, oh, I'd really like to make a shirt. You think, right, okay, I'm going to do it now. When am I going to make a shirt? What have I got to do to make that actually happen? What do I need to buy? What space do I need? What time do I need? What is that first step to make that happen? And the first step might be looking in your diary and seeing when you've got a spare half an hour or a spare hour where you can sit and actually do that first step. So it might be cutting it or deciding what pattern to use. I don't know. I'm not that way inclined when it comes to knitting and sewing, but I'm sure if you are, you will know. So you you find a space in your diary and go, right, I'm going to start shirt step one, which is, and then you're going to put step one is find a pattern that that will shirt will work with. And then you're going to put another bit in your diary for, I don't know, a week later, for example, or a month later. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to do it. The main thing is actually booking it into your diary. You think, right, I'm going to do it now. So the next step is cutting it out, for example. That's going to take me maybe about an hour to do. So I'm going to do that a week on Saturday when I know I've got a spare bit of time. And you're going to physically put that into your diary and block it out, whether you use um, your watch, a smart speaker, an old-fashioned diary, post-it notes, a friend, and use them for accountability. You know, you're going to use that time to actually make it happen. Because, you know, tomorrow isn't something that is guaranteed to us. You know, you might have all these wonderful plans of all the things that you're going to do. And then something might happen and you might not have a chance to actually do it. And how awful would that be? So, you know, book things into your diary. If they're going to take a little bit longer, then learn to do it now. And that includes booking it in to do it later. Sounds a bit of a weird one, that one, but I'm hoping it makes sense to you. So by learning about how to do it now and living in the now, you're taking action when you think of it. And by doing that, you eliminate the need for these elaborate memory hacks 
that we try and create to keep on top of things. And it reduces the mental load of clutter in effect. So that is one thing I would really like you to start to consider is when you hear yourself saying, oh, I'll do that later. Just stop yourself and think, actually, could I do it now? Is it going to take me less than five minutes to do it now? And then start to learn to do it now. And that's it really for today. That's that's the main thing I would like to get across in start to learn to do it now and start to approach it in little ways to start off with. So those easy wins, like seeing something on the floor and think, instead of saying, oh, I'll pick it up later, I think, no, just pick it up now. Take your second, just pick it up now. When you see something on the side and you think, oh, I could clean that side, I'll do it later. Just think, no, just quickly do it now. Just Just quickly get it over and done with and just do it now. And start to notice those little patches of of do it now as will add up and you'll start to see the benefit of them and it'll start to feel good and that will keep you going to do it again and again and again. So the main thing just to summarize is that procrastination and delayed decision making causes clutter. But if you can embrace the embrace the do it now mindset it simplifies your life and it makes life easier when you're decluttering later on. And acting when tasks arise, you are future-proofing your time. So by doing it now, it's saving you more time later and more stress as well. And just remember that just starting off with those do it now is the first step of the do it now mentality is noticing when you're thinking, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do that later. That's your first step, noticing it. Your second step is implementing the do it now and do it quickly. And then the third step is do it now and book it in to do later. So I hope that all makes sense to you. So thank you for joining me on this episode. If there is something you found helpful and, you know, you can let me know if Do It Now has worked for you and what you did, that'd be great. Um, You know, find me all over social media. I'd love to know how you get on with doing it now. Please do let me know. So until next time, remember, you're not lazy, you're not alone, and you really can untangle untangle your life. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Decluttering Untangled. If you found anything that I've said today helpful, please do me a favour, hit that subscribe button or leave me a review. It's like receiving a virtual high five that keeps me going and lets me know that I'm helping real people out there and I'm making a difference. Please remember, you're not alone in this. I'm building a community of fellow untanglers over on Facebook. Just visit the show notes for the link to my free decluttering community. So until next time, remember, you're not alone. You're not lazy. You can untangle your life.